What if someone told you there isn't just one world? What if they told you that your reality isn't the only one? What if they said that there are infinite realities, infinite Earths, infinite versions of yourself, and all just a little bit different? What if they gave you the chance to explore them all? Welcome to Otherware, and welcome to our heroes. Feedback, aka Aaron Riley, former supervillain and social media celebrity, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, where he's trying to step out from under his own shadow and forge a new future. Juniper Junie Haraway, an inexperienced sorceress with explosive magic, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, where the loss of her grandfather and his magical expertise makes spell-slinging as the superhero mystic all the more challenging. Catherine Cat Slain II, a seasoned dimension traveler and daughter of the supervillain Transition, drifts in from Dimension 78341, Arcadia, an apocalyptic world being overtaken by supervillains. Phantom, formerly Noah Wilson, the ghost-like dimensional traveler, drifts in from Dimension 16209, a beautiful nature's paradise that evolved from a terrible world disaster. Quintessential hero, the naturally blue-haired not a protagonist, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, a world where he's trying to live a normal life surrounded by far too many heroes, villains, and expectations. Rainy Woodrose Sunrise, a corporate-created hero, drifts in from World 60910, where superheroics are televised, sponsored, and largely risk-free. The band of this dimension is still neon bright, but somehow now it looks garish, tasteless. It twists like unspooled plastic wiring against the black, painfully intense and shockingly vivid. Come closer. The city shell still shines, the skyscrapers are still silver and glass mirrors, the streets are still filled with busy people and glittering drones. But it's different somehow. The noise is too loud, the people's voices shrill and forced. Everything is tinny, artificial. The reality of this place has begun to show through the paint and varnish, exposing its rough edges and false fronts. Closer. An open-air shopping center. In the center, a large shape draped in a black cloth. Workmen busily arranging tables, chairs, hanging banners. Everything in somber blacks and grays. A woman in a business suit bustles between them, offering directions. Closer still. Look in the window of one of those silver and glass buildings. A group of teenagers sit around a low table, their coordinating uniforms a splash of saturated color in a room done in softer shades. They're quite striking. Though each is dressed in their own style, their clothing cut to suit their shapes, they share a palette and the rich blues and purples glint with strips of light and reflective edging. Somehow, the very brightness of their clothes makes their faces seem that much more serious. So, you guys are in your lovely little hideout here. Well, technically it's not our hideout, is it? No, the rain's hideout. The next day, you've had the evening to do various things, and yeah. I'm guessing the cameras are active again? They are. Uh, you had cascaded them at the end of last session, so they have come back, unfortunately. Did they mention anything about the cameras, or did they just fix it? Like, did they go were one of you messing with it? Or They didn't talk to you guys, no. So if they talked to somebody, I mean, they may have talked to someone, but it wasn't you. Hmm. Well, I'm just making the editors work for their paycheck because I am flipping off the cameras pretty much every chance I get. Nice. 
They probably have censoring of that automated by now. <laughs> yeah. Like the neural net just picks up that shape. <laughs> I think Phantom wants to talk to Ain. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys, first, what are you thinking about your new costumes? Those got delivered. Uh, they, they were actually there when you woke up this morning. They were uh, in labeled boxes uh, on the tables. Um, wh what do you think about the new fashion sense that they've they've sort of given you? Cat is profoundly uncomfortable. Cat has to carry everything now. <laughs> she doesn't know where to put her hands. Can you guys give me like a two sentence rundown of what you're wearing? There's no pocket. Are these costumes or casual uniforms or like, like, is this hero clothes or uh, yeah. just like fashion? This it's is hero, hero clothes. clothes. You also have one set of normal clothes, which is similarly color coordinated. Uh, but you, you're, I'm assuming you're all are in, because you're going to have to be at the, um, the memorial pretty soon. So you're all in your hero costumes. And they did, they took in your style into account. So it's, it's based on what you'd been wearing, except made actually intentionally stylish and coordinating so the lines are sort of similar and the colors are very similar, or the same. So my outfit has not changed because I was already <laughs> stylish as fuck. Basically, <laughs> except it's much nicer fabric now and the cuts are a little neater and it's obvious that they were like custom tailored for you. It's not homemade anymore. Yeah. Oh, I liked my cool homemade jacket. That very early Spider-Man where you go from him with like the drawn on lines to the fancy spider suit, it's that. Like the, the LEDs are embedded in the jacket instead of like an LED strip on top of it. Ooh. All right. You know what? Aaron actually doesn't hate this. And he's like, <laughs> you know what? I'm probably keeping this. If I'm being <laughs> honest. This this does look rad as hell. And I still have all my pockets. Gives Cat a little grin. Cat <laughs> will like shoot you dirtiest luck. She can't. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll be happy to carry all your candy for you, bud. She will directly eat a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> Resentful snacking. I love it. Okay, so the, the couple things I want to do are have... Uh, um, Kat's going to get a call on her spear. And I think, Rain, uh, Phantom, you want to talk to Rain? Yes. I will say uh, it's, this is a very funny scene of Phantom looking at the cool outfit they were given and then just put on their giant cloak and be like, ah, yes, perfect. Really ties the whole thing together. If I remember right, Quint looks pretty much the same, except now he's color coordinated. Yeah, so this is trading another super suit for a newer super suit. So it's pretty similar to like what I was actually wearing because it's up to the style. Except now instead of my teal and like a lavender purple, it is like a deep royal purple and a like an ultramarine blue. And I've traded my fuchsia visor for their deep blue one. That they've nice. uh, provided for me. Uh, I think Kat's outfit is probably more style of military fatigues. Mm. Minus pockets. So sort of like a very kind of stylishly camo patterned pants. Sort of a darker purples and blues. A similarly style done with the boots up into a shirt. But it's a little too low cut for her tastes. The... Purple mask running across like the lower half of her face. No hat. No hat. Okay. <laughs> One shoulder probably has a uh, very stylized symbol that looks like it might be sort of like a mid-level officer rank of some branch of some section of the military, but no one's really able to quite pick out what it is. I think this is like the mask covers most of the scar on her face, 
but the cut of a shirt does leave the uh, part of it that trails down her neck towards her torso exposed, which she is very self-conscious about. I know no one can see what Phantom was wearing underneath their giant cloak. Oh. Did they? So they gave you an updated cloak. Does, is Phantom in the updated cloak? Well, does the updated cloak do the same thing as Phantom's original cloak? Yes, but much nicer fabric and brighter. Okay. All right. So Phantom, uh, Phantom would be in the new cloak. To be like, uh, well, looks nice. Trade up, yeah. Y'all are getting a fancy makeover here. So wait, do we have two invisibility cloaks now? No, um, no. The invisibility came from something else, from the harness or something. I don't remember. What does the invisibility come from? Ah, see, I've never described why, why it turns phantoms invisible. So my initial thoughts is that there is nanobots woven into the fabric of it, and that when phantom pulls it over their face, this activates them so that it will cloak the entire body and everything that it covers. Nice. I, I'm okay with you keeping that as actually a, a person, like a body thing, as opposed to a clothing. I don't want you to be. I don't want it to be able to be taken from you. Is the thing. I definitely think these like nanobots are like tied directly to Phantom, so that they it wouldn't awesome. work for other people. I like the idea of Phantom wearing two cloaks <laughs> to keep the invisibility of the of the old cloak and another one on top of it to match in color. Awful warm in there. Extra toasty. <laughs> Uh, who have I not checked in with? Um, what about Rain? How did, how is he feeling about the costume shift here? It's basically the same clothes, just different colors. I assumed that Rain wasn't getting a uh, a change. He is because I assumed that he wasn't technically part of the team yet. He didn't get a costume change in terms of clothing, like I said, the style, but the color palette has been shifted. Hmm. Still got the he's pink and blue, yeah. Yes. Um, so it's the pink has shifted darker to purple and the blues have are basically the same. They'd actually coordinated the blue off of your uniform's blue with mm. the rest of them. You're one of us now. All right. So let's do uh, Phantom and uh, Rain's little conversation here. Phantom will float over to where Rain is. Like, uh, I have a question for you. Uh, shoot. So Supra System exists in this universe. Yes. Yeah. What do you know about them specifically? Uh, I, they're a company. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so you don't have any ideas what, like, what do they do? Like, what kind of things do they make? Uh, technology? I, I don't know. They're, like, you just see their brand on things. So you have no idea what this universe is. <laughs> Chevrolet would be up to. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> this complicates things. I, I'm sorry. You can try Googling it, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's legit advice. <laughs> so. All right. I will Google. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Rain. We're off to a banger of a start this week, everybody. I, I'm not in the stock market or anything. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, so, yeah, if you really do want to do like a computer search for this, totally. I actually am going to have you roll because I want to see one of the assessing ones. Pierce the mask, assess the situation and rule that for Google searching in this case, because it would be more interesting. Either result is very interesting. So 
I think Pierce is probably a better, Pierce is a better role for this. Sorry. All right, let's see how well this goes. Aha. Uh-huh. We have team in the pool, so what could help me? You do have two team right now. Yeah, but why would we? Unless you're telling us something about it. Yeah, did you ask for help? Like, hey, help me Google something. Wayne, hey, Wayne, help me. So there's a, there's like a computer terminal. There's a bunch of computer terminals in this. Well, a couple at least in the hideout. So I'm assuming Phantom is on one of those. Finger, does Phantom type? I'm imagining for some reason Phantom hunt and pack finger types. Because yeah, I'm unkind. <laughs> You know what? That makes sense. Uh, I mean, Cat will probably come over and help when they see Phantom struggling. Yeah, that that's good enough to throw a team point in there and to take it up to a seven. Cat's just going to lean over Phantom's shoulders, pull up the advanced search, and like <laughs> adjust some of the parameters for <laughs> them. Uh, okay. Search time last year. Thank you. Shape, square, transparent image. Anyway, um, what question do you want to use off that? And I can give you, I can use that to frame what information you get here. Uh, What are you really planning? Nice. So the information you come across is um, first notable in that super systems doesn't actually show up a lot. What you end up finding is you end up finding all of these companies that lead two super systems like there's tca world aerospace there's nanotech specialized systems there's all of this i think signal something or signal limited they all exist and they all funnel back if you follow them to being either people on their board or on the super systems board or they get funding through it and and those individual companies they seem to, to do a lot of work with the super like the superhero system a lot of them have contracts to aegis several of them have contracts to emerald talent agency and so what you can basically find is that you don't know much about super systems, but what they fund or their like like web of influence is very closely tied to the superhero entertainment system. Hmm. Suspicious. No, not at all. Oh, the other thing. Uh, so if you do, where is it? There is one search. If you search for Trevor Adler's name, you get a reference to the Adler power acquisition process. But it's only like one and it's on it's, it's on this like Angel Fire GeoCities blog page of somebody <laughs> who got rejected from the Heroic Youth program talking about how they wouldn't agree to go through the Adler power acquisition process. So they got kicked out. It's probably like a conspiracy theorist blog, though. There's also Flat Earth stuff on there. I turn to Wayne. Wayne, what's the Adler power acquisition thing? Uh, I, would I know about that? You would know, but you've signed an NDA. Right. Uh, I don't know. I've never heard of that. Are you lying to me? If I was, would I tell you? That sounds like a Pierce the Mask. Uh, yeah, you could roll Pierce the Mask on this one, too. <laughs> okay, let's see if I do better this time. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> That's a 10. You absolutely lied to me. <laughs> so you got those two questions to ask. How do I get your character to tell me what he knows? I don't know. Um, Sorry, giving background information here so that it's, it's shared at least. The answer could be you can't. That is yeah. a valid answer. If you are really down with this NDA, you can just say that Phantom knows you're lying, but uh, they're not going to get anything out of you. 
Right. Um, I guess the way to get him to uh, talk about it would be to give him a valid reason to give you that information. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask, what do you want me to do? Uh, I, I mean, as, as far as he knows, you're just like asking him questions. So this isn't anything that he would risk breaking the NDA for. If you had a valid reason for him to give you that information, then he would possibly be willing to how can I get your character to trust me? Like I said, by giving him a valid reason to give that information. All right. Everything leads back. All right. <laughs> uh, so Phantom's going to like float over to the center of the room and clear the throat. <laughs> if I could have everyone's attention, this is weird. Usually not a lot of people are looking at me. If it helps, Quinn's still not looking at you. <laughs> 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 Cat's going to lean over and tap Quint on the shoulder. Pay attention. I have some important information to discuss. I will pull out the ENA. So, as we all know, this ENA allows us to move backwards and then forward by one. Currently, we cannot pick the places that we travel to. Also, we can only go forward if the back button is broken. Yes. Thank you, cats. So we can only go forward. So there's no way for all of you to get home currently to Prime. I've been working on fixing this ENA, and I must say it's quite a mess. I mean, the parts that we use, it's like third grader was trying to slice their teddy bears together to make some monstrosity, but had no idea what to do. So they ended up slicing the teddy bear into their bed. What? All right, you have completely lost me. Don't, sorry. What I'm saying is that Trevor Aller, prime Trevor Aller, had no idea what he was doing. Even though he successfully created one before, I guess he had no way of learning, remembering the exact process and making it again. And of course, me and Ollie upgraded the NAA, the ENA as we went along. This could potentially break on us. The, uh vibrations that travel through it could malfunction the wires inside. There's no way to connect with farther out places. The way gets blocked. It's like radio signals, you know? It can't read them. It can't reach them. And those that gets mixed in, it could send us somewhere worse next time, is what I'm trying to say. But I can fix it. I mean, so long as like the wormhole generation unit doesn't destabilize and create a black hole and kill us all, we should be okay. I Hold mean, on, yes. back up. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to ask you to back up a second. Uh, hey, cat. Yeah. What the fuck? What? But it it's also possible that the processor could vibrate too fast and cause an explosion. And no, can we back up to device? the black hole part? Because that's the part that's pretty key for me right now. Oh, it's like a, it's a very, very small, like, I'm, I'm talking like infinitely small probability that like the wormhole generation unit can maybe destabilize and like accidentally create a singularity that either generates a black hole or a white hole, either which is really, really bad for everyone standing nearby it, but it only really lasts for a little longer time. So we're completely vaporized, but nothing else. What? I mean, the possibility of that happening is like so s small that... I don't think we need to worry about it unless 
things get even more mixed up inside of it, in which the probability will increase and, and increase until, well, I I don't need to continue. Can't already explained enough about what could happen. Yeah, but you have to be like a really terrible scientist. Like I'm talking like just the worst person. I mean, it's not like we'd be able to complain if it happened. That's that's so comforting, Rain. Thank you. You're welcome. I will admit I've I've witnessed DNA malfunction at least twice in different manners, and neither time was entirely pleasant. Infinitesimally small, and yet it's happened twice to you? No, no, no. Black hole, white hole is infinitesimally small. Other malfunctions happen all the time. Oh, yes. okay, okay, thanks. Sorry. That's supposed to make us feel better. Okay, but that's way less don't bad. involve the wormhole unit. That's usually pretty stable. Can we please focus on what I need to say? Sorry. Let's, no, it's okay. I can fix it, but I don't have the necessary parts. So this makes it complicated. So we can continue moving forward by one and risking the chance of things getting worse and worse, the probability increasing of any sort of malfunction and that could potentially go from stranding us somewhere horrible or death. Okay, so what's the other option? So if I could find another traveler, I could ask them if they have any parts available to give me or to take. I could find parts, but I don't think I'd be able to find them necessarily here. Anything I could use might not work, which leads me to why I was asking about super systems. Prime Trevor Adler is the one who created this device, and I'm pretty sure, and based on what I've seen, I would be able to acquire parts from super systems. Illegally. So we need to do a heist. Yes. Wait, say that again? That, that last word? Illegally. Have you tried buying things? Do you have the funds necessary to purchase parts for an interdimensional device? How much do those go for? Technically, yes. Oh, well, I mean, I guess we don't have to do it illegally, but I don't see the chances of us acquiring them by asking easily. So I, I know I've said this before. I'm no hero, but I'm definitely not a villain. It's not villainous to... You're stealing from innocent people. Hey, Quint, uh, I hate to... BB. I know, I know, former supervillain, big, big shock here, but we're stealing from a corporation. That's different than stealing from innocent people. Corporations are people. But they're not innocent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to help you guys steal from people that haven't done anything wrong. No, you're just going to antagonize grieving superheroes. They've done wrong stuff. Okay, so... Quint, are you ready to spend the rest of your life here in this dimension? Oh, we're not going to spend the rest of our life here. Like, I just need to get to a decent electronics store and I can probably get the back button working again. It's just like, for higher functionality to be restored or added in, we need specialized parts. Yes. Wait, so would using the back button still cause the potential for a black hole? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I can mitigate some of the uh, probability feedback leap that goes into the wormhole generator uh, that bounces like either up and down, either towards or away from probability one. But yeah, that could still be built up. Okay. 
the best chances of us of it not malfunctioning at all is to get the parts necessary to repair it. Kat, as this conversation is happening, your spear, uh, how how does it notify you when you're receiving a, a message or a phone call? It depends on the priority of the caller. If Kat's designated low priority appears towards like the edge of her eye, mm-hmm. and then as priority is set higher and higher, it eventually reaches the center and like sort of fill her vision. I can't remember. Did you you left a message for Start Answer, right? Yes. So that that's your returning call that's happening here. Hey, I'll be back in just a second. Uh, and she's going to teleport to the bathroom. Okay. So you guys are left in the room. Do you want to sort of, are, are you guys going to continue this conversation while Kat's outside or? So do we actually have to steal this or are we able to get it without having to go through a whole heist? I suppose we could buy the parts off of them, off of them but they might ask questions and I don't know if we want to answer those. Are they even for sale? Probably not to someone like us. We would have to ask someone else to buy them for us. And I think the more people were involved. What if we stood on each other's shoulders and got a trench coat? What? Does that work in this dimension? I don't know. If we were really tall, if we were really tall, maybe they would sell it to us. Has that worked here? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah, it's like a complete genre. (laughs) (laughs) Like half the movies that come out are about people standing on each other's shoulders and wearing big trench coats. I can't tell if you're serious. Okay, so it sounds like there's some really high points to this dimension after all. I mean, I don't want to spend my whole life here, but this shenanigans sound like it would make it at least entertaining. I could sneak in by myself and get these parts, but I would like your help. It's not the first time I've stolen from Supra Systems. All right, on that note, we're going to skip over to Kat because I think I can finally breathe again. Okay, so uh, yes, your spear is ringing. Uh, Kat's going to do some rudimentary soundproofing, especially, and probably just like throw up a towel nearby, turn the faucet on. Take a deep breath, compose herself, then answer the call. Hey, Jack. Catherine, darling, how are you? It, Cat, is fine. But Catherine is such a beautiful name. Are you deliberately provoking me, or do you not remember who is also named Catherine that I'm related to? I've just been thinking that you had such a bad relationship. Why don't you try to reclaim that name? Really make it yours, you know? it's It's got script potential. You fucked my mother, Jack. You don't get to talk about this. <laughs> okay, fair. Uh, what did you need, anyway? <sighs> All right. Uh, so you're familiar with those voiceless assholes, right? Monk hoods kind of flashy dressers, except they use hover pads. Those ones or the other ones? Yeah, you know, the ones that like to uh, murder certain people. Ah, yes. So they're active where I am. I don't know what you refer to this dimension as. Uh, She'll tell them the number. Oh, yes. Look, I got some people. Some people got shanded here are we don't really have access to like 
a proper ENA. This one can only sort of like bounces roughly forwards away from Prime. So you're traveling again? I thought you were staying in one dimension. Uh, it's complicated. It's always complicated, dear. Anyway, we reaching out to you because I, I need your help. That wasn't that hard to say, was it? It was. Well, since you were so polite in asking, what can I do for you? Are you nearby? Because, like, the voices are probably going to pop up again. And I just need to get the people I'm traveling with out of this dimension and somewhere a bit more. Not likely to sue them for drinking the wrong cup of coffee because of promotional deals. Ah, yes. I, I really do love where you're at. That dimension is just close to my heart. They, they really understand how... At any rate, I can imagine you're not fitting in too well. Have you signed any deals, though? Because you could really make a bundle there. Like I said, you've got that name. Uh, no, we've avoided signing deals. We just we have a small little thing we've been asked to do involving like well we don't know it's a voiceless because we're not really jumping around, but we're going to try and deal with voiceless uh, and then move on. I really would suggest you just move on. Don't deal with them. They're um, I, I hesitate to say it, but they're even a little much for me to take on by myself. I generally need a team backing me up. They're a little bit of trouble sometimes. Can you just keep going? Mm. Go wherever next is? Come home? We need to do this. We need to fulfill this thing. And then we're jumping on. All right. I, I mean... I did have a pedicure scheduled for today and then a full body massage. Good for you. I guess I can come by. What was the, the, the worlds you're in again? What's the number that you have? I'll text it to you. Wonderful. Uh, keep your head down. I, I know I don't have a great way of showing it, but I, I really do like you. You're not, well, you're entertaining. Wow. Thanks, Jack. That's... You know, I really do prefer Star Dancer now, just across the board. It's, it's my brand, you know? I'm not calling you that. Fine. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot by later. I can, I can just drift over from where I'm at. I guess I can miss my reservation today, but try not to get yourself killed before I get there, okay? I really wouldn't want to have to explain it. I won't. I'm tough. I know you are, dear. But like I said, I don't want to have to explain your death to your mother. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I'll see you. I'll see you soon. Cat will hang up the spear. <laughs> hang up the spear. I'm sorry. The, the telephone spear is my favorite thing right now. <laughs> How do you hang it up? Is it just a button? Uh, it's just like a visual button she can uh, either blink or gesture at. All right. So, yeah, he will. He will definitely. <laughs> He will definitely show up at some point in the distant, not not too distant future. Cat will emerge from a bathroom looking visibly pissed off. I am absolutely not going to let you rob super systems just because you think that your super systems is evil. What happened to infinite possibilities? Most super systems just tend to be evil, Quint. See? And I'm just supposed to take your word for it? Hey. I mean... Yeah. Y'all nominated me leader for, I don't know, reasons. We've traveled far more than you. 
I mean, I'm gonna be honest, I don't like corporations, but Quint does have a point that if we're just attacking an otherwise benevolent organization because I mean, I I don't know. I'm I'm really mixed on this one. How do we know they won't blame someone else for what we did? Doesn't it seem more likely that someone in this dimension is going to get the heat for whatever we do? Something tells me Phantom doesn't care about that. Hey, as you guys are finishing these, these lines are kind of th- throwing back at each other. Um, it seems like it's getting a little heated in here. Uh, the um, there's the like the. It, it would be the doorbell, but it, it's the uh, the announcement that the car has arrived for you guys. Uh, it starts binging. You, you guys were aware that you were supposed to head out to uh, the memorial at around 10. So that is it's letting you know that it's that you're supposed to go down to get the, the parking structure to get in the car to get to this memorial that you're supposed to go to. All right, everyone. We'll table the heist discussion for later. Grab your gear. I guess I'm reading this. Uh, do they want me to, me to use my, like, Real name? No, I'm just gonna say cat. Wait, is that not your real name? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Name's cat. Just, just cat. No other, no other weird, sneaky names hiding around it. What does that mean? Superhero code names aren't sneaky names. Daughter is referring to, but I mean, I don't really have a superhero name either. So the, the bell bings a little more aggressively. Uh, let's, let's just go. Yeah. This time the elevator is empty on the way down. You don't have any other little um, bonus supervillains to run into. And <laughs> the car is another self-driving car. Um, it takes a little while to get across town, but you end up not exactly where the first fight had happened, but pretty close. I think Kat's going to spend the car ride talking Phantom down from the... Uh impromptu heist. I thought you were on my side. (laughs) She is. Just, we don't, let's not heist yet. When everyone on the team is like, don't go off and rob this company. (laughs) And, you know, don't ask people you just met to go rob a corporation. Uh, You said that you'd be able to bring us back to Prime? Yeah. I mean, I just... Need a I need a hardware store. I mean, we're still close enough to Prime that we should be able to get some like better components to wherever we jump to. And not particularly, this place is a bit too like themed and marketing happy. I don't think we're gonna get like decent electronics anywhere nearby. Well, what do you think? Do you think we should risk the possibility of ending up somewhere awful or the device malfunctioning on us? Look, we we can jump. Jump, we jump one more time, get to a more stable dimension. There's like a couple nearby that I think uh, we have a very high chance of like ending up in. We just find a decent electronic store. I know which components we need to buy. Don't worry. I make some little modifications here and there. We decrease the probability of something going on. And we also fix up the back button so we can jump back. But we, we need to look. Okay, we have other options for like getting the components you need. I know. It's just, I don't. I just don't want what happened to Ollie happen to anyone else. All I see sometimes when I close my eyes is the device malfunctioning exploding. And I don't know if I could live with myself if it happened again. What 
does that make me a bad person? Kath's gonna put a hand on your shoulder. Like, Look, no, it doesn't. Like, I mean, I've gone through similar stuff too. I know. Yeah. Look, trust me. We can we can jump safely. I doubt anything's gonna go wrong. We haven't. It hasn't been used enough to like really develop any faults just yet. I mean, I, I can fix it up. You don't need to lose anyone else. That's share vulnerability. I will mark afraid because that is what Phantom is feeling about this. Uh, and then I will mark potential. Uh, Scion. Ask them if they would defend you against those who mistrust you. Absolutely. Phantom would put their hand over Kat's uh, hand and say, yes, of course. I would do anything for you, Kat. Oh, oh my God! Uh, it was probably a moment. It was just like some deep longing, romantic moment. Camera lingers, eyes just look at each other. Kiss, 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 kiss. But nothing really happens. <laughs> okay, so Rain, you were driving through the city toward the place where your team died and you got hurt. How are you feeling? How are you reacting to this? Uh, ignoring it. Ah, that's healthy. Very carefully not looking out the windows. Where this thing is happening, it's basically not the exact place because they're still in the process of rebuilding that. But the, the Rancho Paseo Promenade is this little outdoor mall that has a bunch of like cute little chic shops and dining places. And they have a very large central fountain with a statue in it. And that's where the car takes you. As you guys drive in, the, the center of the fountain has a big, giant shape with a big black sheet over it, uh, like a, a tarp drape cloth thing. Um, and there are tables set up all over. There's uh, what look like service people who are in the process of setting this event up. Um, it's very, if you could have garish morning, that's what this is black rosettes and swag stuff. And it's got that uh, sort of Victorian-esque aesthetic that the team had in the whole thing. The other big thing is there's an entire table of Eternal Defenders merchandise, including limited edition hero trading cards that are all spread out. And they're, they're talking about there. They have signs advertising the memorial sale and all profits go to charity. Special limited edition cards. Yes, yes exactly. Um, they don't have dead heroes on them, though. That would just be kind of too much. And it, yeah, the, the car pulls up and lets you out right near where the little stagey thing with black draping and black curtains is right there. And Jennifer is bustling around, looking very busy. She has a clipboard. Well, you guys certainly know how to put on a show. Yeah, this is, um, I'm not sure how comfortable I am. It's definitely more oppressive than the last funeral I went to. Hey, uh, Quint. What's up? You know that thing you did to Vanguard earlier? Which thing? The thing where you blatantly insulted him to his face and made him really angry and you kicked you out of his office? Sure. Yeah, don't do that. No promises. Okay, Quint. Quint. I'm going to go check in. And Quint goes to walk away. Shut up. I'm just preemptively telling you to shut up. Don't. Do anything to piss off a guy who can slice your head off with his hand. He really has some issues with uh, 
with with Vanguard, doesn't he? But look, I don't like any Vanguards either, but I at least know when to shut up around Wait, them. So he gets to have problems with every single Vanguard, uh, but I don't get to have problems with every single Super Systems? Yeah, I, I see the hypocrisy there, too. Yelling at someone and uh, doing worse things are not necessarily the same. There's nothing wrong with stealing from assholes. All right, I hate to um to put a kibosh on the conversation, but we're at a funeral, so uh, let's uh get the game faces on. As you say that, somebody walks by with like a cigarette thing hanging off their their neck that has little figurines of the Eternal Defenders. These are buy two get one free. Are they bobbleheads? Yes, they are. They're like major like bobbleheady things, sort of Funko Pops crossed with bobbleheads. Of the folks who died, yeah. Yeah, feedback is just gonna look at this person, make direct eye contact, have a slight growl come from his speakers, and just go, I, I would love if you would rethink feedback. every life choice you've made. Feedback. Thank you. Let's get to the stage. Let's get this over with. Look, I'm just a contract employee here. I'm not even salaried. I, I'm gonna go. Uh, Funko Pops are already bad enough. So Rain is actually doing the responsible thing and going and checking in with the manager. Uh, she looks up. Oh, good. You're here. You look fantastic. How are you feeling? Fine. Okay. I see the smile. That's what matters. Good. Good smile. You got your energy up. You're ready to talk? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's... Well, what matters is that you look good. So can you get your friends up there? We're going to start in about 15 minutes. In the meantime, um, why don't you guys just stay up there? I think... It'd be better if you don't really move with the crowd too much. It's, it could be a little upsetting to them. Of course. Good. She, in her face, there's a clear desire to say things she's not saying. And it's it's very much then she looks away and it goes behind. There's a professional veneer comes right back up. And she goes to yell at somebody for putting down the wrong uh, hors d'oeuvres or something. The dais thing that you're the little stage, it's got you, you guys are going to be there, your team. And then there's another gentleman who anybody from this dimension would recognize as the announcer for one of the local TV stations. And then there's a person in a, an Aegis, like their uniforms are weird in this world because they're sort of a cross between a business suit and a military uniform. But there's one of the, a person in that he's not super high up the totem pole. He's not anybody that the regular, like if you don't follow the hero fandom, you wouldn't recognize this guy. Business forceful. Got it. <laughs> oh, I like that. It's a good name. So you guys have a little bit of time if you want to take a look around. All the shops are, are wide open. Their doors are open. There's cardboard standees of the Eternal Defenders all over the place. It looks like a book opening except funeral. And you, you've got your speeches before. Cass just kind of like plan herself on like whatever seat she's been designated to sit in and uh, read through a speech. Yeah, feedback's going to sit on the state. I was going to figure out where he's supposed to be sitting and just kind of sit there looking uncomfortable. Quint is actually going to go scope out the area. Just like, this is a big gathering of people and um, this would be a very bad place for supervillains to attack. Got it. So what are you, what are you doing, Quint? Talk to me about, about what you're doing. So Quint is just moving around the crowd, trying to see if there's anyone that's Emotionally misplaced, I guess that would be a, a term for that. Uh, Got it. So go ahead and roll assess. That is an 11. Nice. Okay. 
So the question I'm going to ask are going to be, what here is the biggest threat and what here is the greatest danger? So those are actually the same thing. Uh, as you're walking around, you're not seeing, nobody's pinging on your like emotional radar at all. I mean, people are, the emotions are really weird. They're a weird mix of sorrow and excitement and like some hopeful gambling feelings that they're going to get a really good limited edition something. Um, but there's something weird. The, 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 the shape inside the fountain under the, the tarp, it just feels a little off to you. Um, in a way that makes you worry that something's going to happen. It's a really good target. Like, it's a big target. Um, but it also doesn't feel like it's the most safe thing in the world. Uh, I think Quint is going to go and uh, try to peek under the tarp, see what it is. Yeah, you're going to get chased away by guards. So there's um, there's like four... They would be mall cops in our world, but they're actually kind of scary. They're um, entertainment police, and they're kind of terrifying and have guns and shit. Entertainment police. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just wanted to to see what it is that's going on here. Is it like a, a just one statue of all the defenders or? I, I'm not going to tell you till we're going to put it on the release all at once so we can get a nice reaction shot from the crowd. Go ahead and step back a little bit, please. Huh. Right. And Quint will actually walk away. Okay. The 15 minutes goes by. Uh, there's a sort of sad fanfare that's played over the speakers and the, um, the Aegis person steps up to the microphone. This crowd, it's not like there's a crowd sitting there watching. There's sort of a crowd milling around. It's like a, the, the, like a county fair where you have a performer that people are listening to, but not that much. Um, this is kind of a, a low budget or a low interest entertainment piece, um, Anyway, I did not actually write a speech for this guy, and I'm not going to try to ad-lib it. He basically just introduces the day, tells you that you're mourning for this, this super team that heroically gave their lives. He can't speak very well for them because, of course, he only knew their reputations and how wonderful they were. So he's going to have representatives of the team itself go ahead and say some words now. And then he's going to gesture to Rain to come and stand up at the mic. Uh, so Rain moves up to the podium and gets himself into order, shovels his index cards. I am so grateful that all of you have come out today to celebrate the lives of my teammates and mourn their deaths. Their loss was a tragedy to all of us, and it is easier to grieve when I have you to share it with. The Defenders were more than my team. They were my family. In our two years together, the five of us became as close as siblings. We shared all our joys, our triumphs, supported each other in our defeats. Like real siblings, we had our fights, but at the end of the day, we knew we had come together for a higher purpose, and we would always make up. The tragedy that overtook us three days ago could not be predicted. No one could have told us that when we received our call to arms that day, we were going out to face a villain more powerful than anyone anticipated. No one could have told us that we were going to our end. But if they could, I know we would have gone anyway. I know that the other members of the Defenders would have done what needed to be done even if they knew it would cost their lives. I know I would have. While their deaths are a blow both to me and the city, I am proud that my team gave their lives in the struggle to protect Rancho Paseo. The loss of my team, my family, has been a powerful blow, but it has also strengthened my resolve and desire to do what's right. 
Even without the rest of the eternal defenders, I will continue to fight villainy in all its forms, continue to protect the city I love. I may no longer have my teammates, but I still have my powers and my purpose. Despite everything I've been through, I will rise stronger. I will emerge from this adversity a better hero, a more focused fighter. The eternal defenders will live on through me, and from this day forward, all my actions will be done in their name. More, Aegis will be honoring their memory as well. They have created the Eternal Defenders Memorial Trust, a fund that will support fledgling supers and community gardens throughout the city. A portion of all Defenders memorabilia will go into this trust, and through it, my team will continue to help our beloved city thrive. Again, thank you for joining me today. It is my sincere hope that Rancho Paseo will also join me in coming through this tragedy with a stronger resolve to improve our world and ourselves. Applause breaks out spontaneously. As he had said, the Eternal Defenders Memorial Trust behind you guys on the building back there, a banner rolls down that says Eternal Defenders Memorial Trust in big, big, big letters with sparkles and stars and lighted up letters. Uh, and then the, the Aegis guy applauds sort of the camera's going to pan across all of your heroes right now. What do you guys look like? Oh, I was going to be invisible. <laughs> so Did they first, have us like seated. Yeah, you guys are seated stage? in a little row behind, like, like um, if you're being honored or something. You're at the back of the stage on chairs. So the first chair is empty as Phantom is not visible. Cat is just stoic. Um, I, I'm going to say feedback is. Misty, because he's very empathetic, mm. but he's um doing his best to, you know, just maintain composure, maintain the look. Mm. Uh, Quint is playing on his phone. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, so yeah, pans across to Quint, whose eyes are on his phone. And Mystic was like clapping along with the crowd when um, Rain finished his speech. Okay, and then the camera comes. And then the the camera comes last to rain. What does he look like? Fucking sad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, but like theatrically sad or like actually sad. Actually sad. Okay, fine. Oh. <laughs> and then the Aegis man comes up and sort of pats him on the shoulder. Good, good, good job, son. And then pushes him gently to go sit back down. Uh, and now we're going to hear from one of the members of this new and emerging hero team that fought with the Defenders on their final day. And he motions toward Kat. You got this, Kat. Kat's gonna stand up, walk towards the podium, take a deep breath. Hello, everyone. My name is Hector, and I was present when the internal Defenders gave their lives protecting the city of Rancho Paseo. Myself and my team had only just arrived in your city, when the unknown and unnamed villain materialized between the defenders and the monstrosity they were there to fight. We threw ourselves into a fight alongside them, and I saw firsthand their courage and skill. I watched as they did their utmost against the unnamed villain who used treachery and weapons of terror. We did our utmost, but to my great sadness, it was not enough. The villain launched a vicious, unprovoked attack, destroying the private property and causing the deaths of the valiant and beloved defenders. In the aftermath, my team was able to resolve the crisis and rescue the injured Ray. Now, as we are to this city, we cannot let this evil deed stand. My team and I have volunteered to find the villain and bring them to justice. 
We are joining forces with Rain to avenge the murder of his teammates. With full endorsement and support of Aegis, we will not rest until the world is once again safe from ravages of this malicious criminal. On Kat's last word, the world starts to shake. And people start screaming and waving their hands in the air and, and running around as this earthquake tears through the promenade. Quinn puts away his phone. I am charging my burn. Um, so you can see that I uh, flare up with a magic uh, aura around me, which is uh, almost less dramatic than usual because I also have those LEDs on my suit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, but my burn roll still missed. That's a five. Um, so I get to when burn fails. Yeah, I hold three, but I also mark three conditions. So now I have five oh, conditions no. marked. But, no, it's so it's hold. Yeah, so I, I'm hold to burn. Uh, but I am now angry, afraid, guilty, hopeless, and insecure all at once. I guess I was caught really off guard by this happening immediately as the speech ended. So the earthquake shakes down, and what this earthquake has done is uh, shake the drape off of the statue, and it is, of course, a statue of the fallen Eternal Defenders in suitably heroic poses, um, sort of standing there. And as the earthquake stops, um, you hear from somewhere across the promenade someone call out, okay, you've, you've, you're sad enough, now give me all your money. And you see projected in the window of a restaurant that has this like really tall tower thing. There's, you actually recognize the, the face. This is the supervillain that you rode the elevator down with the other day, Tectonic. Um, and he's standing up there with his hands on his hips and glaring down at all of you very dramatically. Kat's gonna get back on my microphone. What the fuck are you doing? I'm holding this event hostage. And he presses a button and the world starts shaking again. Kat's gonna teleport up there and just like directly engage this fret. Great, okay. Um, I also would like to do something. Go for it, let's, let's, you first and then we'll get, cause Kat's gonna be up there instantly, so. I would like to say that feedback's been around Kat and after the last fight is pretty willing to assume Kat's just gonna immediately rush up there. Yeah. So he's gonna just build up sound and then release a sonic burst right on the guy to go off just before Katz gets there to try and disorient him. Nice. So both of you guys will directly engage, please. All right. Uh, that is a seven plus two is a nine. I'm gonna create an opportunity for my allies by just having this kind of sound burst like right at head level. Perfect. And Kat, what are you picking off that list? We're going to resist or avoid the blows okay. and frighten the opposition. Wonderful. So what you see with Tectonic is the blast of sound hits him and his headphones that are on fly off of his head and he staggers backwards with the the button that starts the the earthquake generator sort of in his hand still but he's lost his balance um which gives cat the opportunity to get up there and tell me what happens when you do this fight cat suddenly like materializes to the side of them and just like swings the spear around like bashing him in the face and then like quickly like moving her feet in to trip them up and just 
Uh, send them falling to the ground. Uh, spear point uh, directly at them. So he, he falls and you get the spear in a good position. He actually sort of doesn't fall to the ground all the way. He he staggers forward and actually sort of almost falls into you. And you hear in your ear as he falls, hey, chill, we got to put this on a little bit longer. This is going too quick. And then he lets himself fall backward. I don't have time for this today. People are going to come and kill me. This is my big break. Come on. Did you miss the part where people are coming to fucking kill me, you simpleton? And I think Pat's going to try and provoke. Okay, go for it. And I'll get to feedback in a minute because, yeah, he, he didn't avoid blows. So, uh, so yeah, provoke, provoke him. What are you trying to provoke him to do? I'm trying to provoke him to stand the fuck down and go away. He's holding up a fucking funeral. <laughs> nope. No, no, six. That's six. You have one team if you guys want to... And I do want to regenerate your team pool before the next thing happens. So, I'm not sure how we'd be able to help from down That's, here. I, I I didn't think there was one, but I thought I'd offer. Tell me, like, are you talking to him? Are you trying to reason with him? Are you trying to harass him? Uh, I can't just try intimidation. He's clearly intimidated. Um, there's a giant spear and a badass chick po- pointing it at him. But he's like, look, look, like I said, this is my thing. And then he projects all i want is the scholarship fund i will take that money and that's that's, i'm going to use it to to build my hideout and my death ray and make my and he just kind of goes off talking about all these things he's going to use this money for that he's stealing from the scholarship fund for dead superheroes wow uh he also hits the button again and this time when the earthquake starts the statue cracks in half perfect you said on mm, go ahead the statue cracks in half yeah, like it, it's this one, it, it's a big one piece. Actually, it was probably 3D printed. All of their bodies are, are shaped in a way that it's one big piece of concrete or something. So it shatters such that the head part sort of falls to one side and the foot part goes to the other. So it's, it's all one piece, but there's a big crack through the middle of it. It's very artistic. Wow. Hmm. It looks like if you, if you didn't know better, you'd think it had been set up to crack that way. Or if you did know better... <laughs> back on the ground um feedback gets his his attack off and just as he's sort of stepping back and resolving that he, he's made that attack uh from behind you off the top of the building where the sign is um there's some sort of a uh, projectile hits him in the back and sort of knocks him forward and then it hits the ground and sends out these little tiny mini earthquake in the area that destabilizes all of you. So you're going to lose your balance, but not get hurt. Can I lose my balance if I No, float? you're floating, so you're fine. From then, from the place behind, uh, another guy comes up and stands on top of the roof, hands on his hips, and he's, he's get dressed in a sort of derivative outfit from uh, Tectonic. I, Aftershock, will defend my... my... Uh, I'll help. I think and you're looking for the word partner. Yeah, my partner. Okay. Uh, fear me. <laughs> mm, you might want to work on that intimidation. Have you tried a growlier voice? No. You want to help? Okay. How do you demonstrate it for me? I got to try this. Um, <laughs> I, I think Quint will go all, all in on this. Really gravel in your throat and give me everything that you have. Oh, I like it. Okay. 
All right, feedback just grabs the microphone and just bellows, enough! Is this what you want? A circus while we're mourning the dead? And no, I'm not just talking to the villains. I'm talking to the people who arranged this shit show. Is this what you fucking want? Kinda, yeah. People are dead. It's my job to make sure no one else gets hurt. And this is what's happening? Enough! Aftershock is kind of, no one really got hurt, did they? Like he's he's sort of looking around and blinks. It, this is just trauma, right? The stage is not just rum, like, rumbling from the tremors, but from the sound generating from feedback. He's just, he looks absolutely infuriated. While that speech is going on, I'm actually going to look at Rain and um, see how he's reacting to this. Yeah. Rain seems uh, really confused, unsure if he should be acting or if he should. Okay, there's there's genuine confusion as uh, Aftershock is is asking, like, full voice, nobody really died. They didn't really die. No, they did. They're dead. But that doesn't happen. Well, it does. All the people in the crowd are kind of looking around, like, talking to me, looking at their trading cards going... No, they're going to have a, they're going to come back. They're going to have a reappearance in a couple months, right? I'm confused. It turns out that when you drop a building on someone, they usually don't survive. Oh, the, the villain from up at the top has set his gun down and actually gets, climbs down the, the emergency ladder and walks over. Uh, up in the tower, Tectonic is looking at Kat equally confused and, and, they said this was just a, a standard break into the, the industry. Like, are you seriously telling me somebody killed some heroes? People died, you idiot. You shit. Feedback is while Tremley just going to look at um, Tremor and just be like, this isn't your fault. So if you see how pissed I am. No, it's not because of you. Yeah, no, uh, that's that's cool, dude. You you you. Okay, I'm going to go. And then he actually just kind of looks over. This is this is not what I signed up for, like, at all. Um, you guys might want to take a look at the statue. There's the earthquake generators in the bottom of it. It's going to go off in, like, 15 minutes or something. So you might want to take care of that. Uh, I'll take I'm care out. of it. Phantom will float over. <laughs> so the crowd continues to be confused, but it seems like as Phantom's starting to, to like, do a hero thing, they're they're already dismissing this as as part of the show um, and going back to talking and he, having their snacks and stuff. Hmm. That's the problem with this world. They're not really prepared for actual consequences. And I don't know if we'll be able to help them with that. Kat's going to lean in close to a tectonic. People died. People died because of me. Get out of here before I really lose my temper. Yeah, I, okay. Thanks. I thanks for not killing me. That's pretty cool. And he's gonna sort of leave, not look, not turn his back to her, just kind of edge away and climb down. Uh he told you about the earthquake generator. Uh here, here's the password. And he shoves the the device thing at you. It, it, this will disarm it. Just it, look, I'm gonna move. I'm not gonna tell you where I'm gonna move to. Please don't come to my hideout. Cat's teleporting back to the stage. 
Okay. Uh, just as, <laughs> just as, well, cat teleports down. All of you start to notice that the the sky has started to get those clouds again, like happened oh, before. No. Oh fuck! They're starting to gather. Um, All right, feedback is still on the mic. All of you need to leave now. This is not a show. This is not a drill. Get out, Phantom. What? Turn on the the generator. We need we need to get them out of here. Oh, okay. I'll turn it on. <laughs> that will give you the stuff she got yeah so yeah you're able to you get the the earthquake generator going which the way you're able to set it up it's it, it does everybody they don't start screaming because they, they know what's going on now but they they get this is their sign to scram and they clear the area i'm going to amp up their fear i, I want them out of here yeah okay as you as you dial that up they do start to run the clouds are building faster and faster and faster and then there's a Actually, let's let's do your team before we get this started. There's a flash of lightning and the figure in the hooded cloak on the hover thing uh, appears just above the tower where uh, after or where Tectonic had been. So let's do your team generation really quick so you guys go into this properly equipped. All right. So does Cat have infl- or who's the leader of this this fight? Still Cat? Or are we switching to feedback? Still feel like it's Cat because this okay. being's after her. <laughs> Not that you're biased at all. Hey. <laughs> okay, so does Cat have influence over everybody? Nope. No. Okay, so no point for that. Uh, what's your purpose in all... Uh, what purpose do you guys have in this fight, all of you individually? Stop the monk. Yeah. Stop uh, the voice. Does anybody have a purpose that isn't us. stop this guy? Um. Mm. No, that's my that's my purpose after a fashion, but feedback is emotional and wants to hurt him. Got it. That still counts as a team. So you get one point for that. Um, Does anybody mistrust the the leader or the team? No. Okay. No. Not in this instance, no. Do you you actually are pretty well prepared, so I'm not going to remove from that. That'll take you to three then. So again, the lightning flashes, there's a figure in a hooded robe, his face pulled, or their face pulled far back in the hood. Um, this time, they're holding something that looks a great deal like a uh, cat's spear in their hands. There is a snarl of sound even over the din, and feedback just lifts the mic to his, ma- to his mouth, ringing with, ironically enough, feedback. I am going to make you choke on your own fucking blood by the time we're done. Throws the mic aside and just gets ready to attack. Uh, I think I'm going to ask you to roll Unleash Your Powers for that so we can see how sound affects the voiceless's stuff. All right. And that is a seven plus one is eight. Yours, it's going to have, you're projecting a physical wall of sound, yes? Um, Like, I'm projecting a field of sound around him. Oh, okay. So more like a bubble around him, not a wave? Yeah, of just intense, like, shrieking static and feedback. Got it. So for a second, everyone can hear this, and then it closes around him, like, a bu- or, uh, around the figure like a bubble. And you watch, and they, they sort of wave their hand around their where their face would be, uh, but it's not visible. And then put both hands back on the spear and stomp the base of the spear into the platform they're standing on and the sound bubble blows itself out like they like the their 
the effect they had before where they just did that big explosion. So this time it just sort of dissipates into sound in the air. And then uh, let's let Junie assess and then I'm going to have them actually do some stuff. Right. So this whole time, I think I've just been like watching and waiting. And now that the crowd is running away and everything, I'm going to, you know, assess the situation mechanically. Got it. Go ahead and roll it. Uh, so that's a six. I missed. So what, are, what kind of information are you looking for here so I can see what you do end up with? I was going to see, like, are there people who are most in danger that I could help? Yeah, what, what here is in the greatest danger was the question I was going to ask. That actually, that information you can, even with a fail condition. Uh, so you're extending your senses to do this or are you doing it with the, like normal observation? Uh, I think I'm mostly just watching. And, yeah, I'm just looking right now. So it's pretty hard to tell what this guy, what this this person is doing because they've just generated so much the this energy. The sky is gray and there's lightning striking all around. Now it's not raining or anything. It's more like an electrical storm. Um, but then they, with their, both their hands on the spear, they swing it down like, like a scythe almost. And it cuts an arc that goes across all of you. And everyone that isn't cat gets thrown backwards into the wall. So I think all of you are going to roll powerful blow here, except for Kat. Okay. Can't wait to see how this goes. Oh, that's not suspicious at all. Oh, no. So uh, <laughs> two of us rolled 11s, two of us that have rolled. Um, and when you roll um, a full hit on, uh, on powerful blow, it's actually bad, just for any listeners who aren't aware. Phantom and Junie are going to have some bad stuff. Quinn's going to have some lesser bad stuff. Snake eyes. I finally failed a roll, guys. <laughs> two and five. So the two of you that got full hits are thrown into the walls hard enough to daze you. Um, I'm going to just command decision that it's, it's going to take you out of this fight for now. I'm really sorry, but it's okay. Yeah, I don't know if I would have picked anything else for this uh, one. Yeah, I don't know what Phantom would have done in this fight anyway, so it's fine to be not. So out. yeah, you're you're not completely unconscious, but you're you're stunned and not really able to do much. Uh, for the two of you, for uh, Rain and Quint, who got partial successes, you hit the wall and are going to be stunned for a minute, but you're not out. You could muscle through and go back to fighting. For feedback, you're driven back a couple steps, but you were already thrown off balance. So you, you were prepared for this a little more. So there's Kat and then you're a couple steps back, but ahead of your fellows who are all sort of slumped against the walls. So Kat, the, the voiceless is going to have the spear pointed directly at you, very clearly indicating he, they are going to try to do not nice things to you that are probably going to result in your death. Bring it on, motherfucker. Uh, I think Kat's going to try and Unleash your powers and go after the uh, floating platform. So are you going to try to get up there and then stab it? Yeah, up there. Do some like feints and defensive fighting and try and like either like use the spear's uh, technopathy abilities or just like stab the damn thing. Awesome. Go ahead and roll. You're going to get up there no matter what. But I want to know to what degree you're able to, to, to do stuff with this. All right. Cass just going to like tear off the mask they gave her. I just look at the guy. I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's see if you can actually kill me now. 
as you say that, the uh, the the voiceless with the spear does the the bring it motion, the like hand gesture. Come on and fight me. Nice. That's a six. Oh no. Oh. Uh, feedback. You want to help with this? Uh, to get them, yeah, like, absolutely. How high up in the air are they? Like a story, top of the buildings. Oh, that's not too high. No, they're actually fairly lower compared to where they were last time. All right, I'm just going to unleash another blast that makes another shrieking noise to try and, you know, throw him off from his attack. So uh, we need to focus a little bit on Kat here for this fight. She's going to end up on this platform next to the, the figure. Though, you notice that your spears could be twins. As, as, I don't know if you know that there were more, if you thought it was the only one, but um, it's it's virtually the double of the spear the voiceless has well that's something new for cat to look into later there is a moment to uh just as you land on the the hover pad and you have the spear uh, brandished where the figure looks at you and if you think if you could see their face they would be demonstrating surprise their body language demonstrates surprise as they look at the spear and then they of course bring it down in a giant wave and try to hit you in the head with it so Kat's going to quickly teleport to one side, bringing her spear in to knock the other one out and try and go for an, a stab. She's basically trying to do some like stalling tactics as her spear tries to access the uh, platform systems. So from the ground, what this looks like is a really, really well choreographed lightsaber fight on a very small platform. You guys are back and forth thing, spinning in circles around each other. It's very, very exciting to look at. Cat, unfortunately, you're good, but he, uh, they're really good. And he, they keep just parrying everything like they're knowing what you're going to do. Your spear is trying to interface and it actually is doing a pretty good job. But then there's one more flash of lightning and the spear of the, the enemy arcs through the air and hits you on the side of the head. Just goes through your guard completely and whacks you. That's where you roll powerful blow. Oof, that's a nine. Uh, okay, that works. So what are you going to pick off of that list? Cat's going to struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. We're going to mark angry and insecure. Okay, so this blow connects and is enough to drive you to your knees. Just as your hands hit the, tele uh, the hover pad, your spear interfaces, and from above the sky, there's a almost fire, fire, uh, firework explosion of light. And you hear, never fear, citizen, star dancer, protector of the multiverse is here to save the day. God damn it. And then star dancer's feet slam into the back of the voiceless's neck and knock him off the platform. Knock them off the platform. Ooh. So are they now falling several stories uh, they're falling. I want to see, I want to get Kat's reaction here before I narrate that. Uh, Kat's going to teleport herself to her feet, give Stardancer like a brief nod, and just stab the platform. He, uh, snaps off a salute and gives a jaunty smile with a big wink at you, and then rolls in the air, grabs the voiceless, and hauls them up in the air like they're going to drop, he's going to drop them again. It's very showy and it's clear he's taking this fight seriously, but he doesn't fight any way that isn't dramatically showy. So that's going on up in the air while you're dealing with this platform here. As 
the crowd is gone. It's just your team and uh, the flashing lightning. And now there's other flashes of bright purple and blue and green lights as uh, Star Dancer and the Voiceless fight up in the sky. Um, and at that point, all of you are kind of pretty dazed. So there is a moment where through the crowd, a figure is actually running against it. And you see Vanguard just sprinting through the crowd. And you just see this grim, furious look on his face as he just suddenly like dips below the top and then just leaps into the air. And you see him just like a shot fly above the group, fly at the voices and just deliver this massive right hook that echoes like a clap of thunder and sends him flying into a building. He looks at Star Dancer like, I don't know who you are, but thank you. And then just looks at the building and says, no one else dies today. And then he just looks at, um, he looks at the, the group. He's like, you need, he's like, all of you need to go. I'll handle this. Uh, as as uh, the voiceless spirals out and Star Dancer sees the, he, he gives uh, Vanguard another one of those big winks and salutes. And it's very, very, very mocking, but also very, uh, thanks for making sure I don't die. Um, and then he flies in to, to attack the, the tumbling body again as well. So yeah, the team is encouraged to flee at this point. The two bigger adulter heroes are taking on this, this enemy right now. You definitely have a chance to get out. Kat, your spear has uploaded a great deal of information. Uploaded or downloaded? Downloaded, sorry. It has gotten information from the platform thing. Uh, you're also able to grab a handful of stuff you might need, various miscellaneous parts uh, from the platform as you as you retreat, hopefully. I think we should just leave. Yep, Kat's, uh, Kat's picking up Phantom and... Uh, oh getting everyone else to uh, retreat. So where are you guys going? Leaving this fight in very capable hands of two honestly pretty powerful adult supers. What's your, where, where are you going from here? I'm helping Quint up and just looking at Vanguard and like looking at Quint with the shit eating grin. <laughs> oh, sorry, Quint. Still an asshole. And you're fucking welcome. <laughs> we should travel. We should just leave. So so where are you guys? Are you going to a different place? Are you going to a different dimension? Are you going to talk about it before you go to a different dimension? Where where are you going from here? It's with the information you have, it's a pretty good bet that there's nothing else you can do in this situation. Wouldn't call it a win, but nobody's going to die. All right, everyone over here. I, I give Rain a look and just go, you coming or you staying? What, I, you should come with us. I, I can't just. Uh, sure you can it's easy yeah yeah, yeah uh, i'll yeah just hold on you're able to see rain uh jennifer still hasn't ha didn't actually flee she's sort of hanging out by the side she takes a minute makes eye contact with you and sort of like waves with a little bit of a sad smile kind of giving you her blessing to do this i wave back and then turn it into a salute oh uh yeah so are you guys gonna gonna drift uh, yeah, cat's hitting, cat's hitting the drifting Oh my button. god, okay. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Judy's, like, getting up off the ground right now, and she's like, oh my, okay, coming over. Also, I didn't say it earlier, but she has a pouch on her back that her normal suit is in. She's taking that with her, for sure. <laughs> Smart. 
Or so are you guys going to just hit the button and go anywhere? I don't think we really know how to do anything else. Could I fix it super fast? Not that fast. <laughs> if you're going to drift now, it will be at random. If you aren't, uh, you have to go somewhere to actually do some repair work. Uh, let's let's just drift. I'm going to first, while we're thinking about this, I'm going to put a, a magic bubble over us. Perfect. Um, so you guys. So I'm spending a burn to create a barrier that will hold back threats as long as I keep my attention on it. Perfect. So you guys have a minute. You don't have like, that's not going to obviously hold it for the time it would take to repair it. But you can think about what the heck you're doing. We if we travel now, we can I can fix finish fixing it wherever we go next. So the plan is we just run away. Uh, yep. Well, yes. I got my stuff. It's pretty common when you travel that sometimes you just got to run away. So it, it, interdimensional travelers are cowards. All right, got it. Uh, that's not okay. You want to go back there and fight them? Tactical retreat, Quint. Tactical retreat. You can see that Mystic made a face at uh, that insult, but she's concentrating on the bubble in front of them so she's not turning around. Feedback just... Hey, Quint. Head out of your ass, please. Come on. Let's just go. And we'll have a fight later. (sighs) If we're all in agreement, Kat will press the button. The world goes black. And let's go ahead and have Kat and Phantom roll there. Have they been here before? Before I describe where you guys end up. Will somebody read this? This This is a custom move for this game, specifically for people that have drifted in dimensions. When you drift into a new dimension, roll plus interdimensional awareness, which for me and Phantom is a one. Uh, On a miss, this world is new to you. On a seven to nine, you have either been here or heard about it from another drifter. You have knowledge, but it is incomplete or flawed. On a 10 plus, you spent long enough here to be fairly familiar with it. Your knowledge can be relied upon. Uh, Your experience can be used in three ways. Uh, You have prior knowledge or relationship with an NPC. You can present a fact about the world that has not yet been explained. You can ask VGM questions about situations unique to this dimension. That's a 13. Nice. I rolled down for sixes. Okay, so you've been here before. What about Kat? Lisa, seven. Okay, so Kat knows about it and Phantom has been here. So what was feedback going to do on their their last exit? Just been... Just manipulate sounds that the voiceless hears are right next to his head in Feedback's voice. If you ever come at my friend again, I will make sure my face is the last thing you fucking see. As that says, so the, the, what the camera sees is the twisting and writhing and spear thrusting form of the voiceless with Stardancer and Vanguard pummeling at it and being pummeled. And then you can almost see in the air the vibration of that sound wave, hear the words, and then the entire screen goes black. When it comes up again, everything is completely silent. I mean, not silent in a there's no sound way, silent in a it's very quiet way. Did we just drift into a library? Shh. So you actually hear someone shushes you loudly. I think that means yes. Taps the sign. No talking in the library. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Bingo. So I actually want to end there. 
Thanks for listening. In this timeline, Junie, Mystic Haraway, the Nova, is played by Siobhan. She can be found on Twitter at at SpellboundMage. Quintessential Hero, the Delinquent, is played by Eric, who is also our fearless editor. He can be found on Twitter as at PrimeFactorX01, or as the voice of Silk the Fae in the Shadows of St. Fleur podcast. Phantom, the Nomad, is played by Charlie. So you can be found on Twitter as at Magical underscore Pride, or on Sir Podcast as at PrePodEngage. Catherine Cat Selene II, the Scion, is played by Allison. Aaron Feedback Riley, the Reformed, is played by Tom. He can be found on Twitter as at Albion Graves, or on his podcast as at GMMCast. Rainy Wood Grows Sunrise, the Star, is played by M. He can be found on Twitter as at Mech. And I'm Lee, your narrator and dimensional tour guide. I can be found on Twitter as at The Law of Names. Otherware is produced by Law of Names Games. Our other projects can be found at lawofnames.com. It's played in Masks, A New Generation by Brendan Conway from Magpie Games at Magpie Official on Twitter. Our theme music is composed by Michael Freitag on Twitter as at Admiral Amara. The actions and opinions presented here belong to the individuals from this dimension only and are not representative of any other selves known or unknown. Otherware is not responsible for any side effect drifting produced by listening to this podcast. Next time on Otherware. Phantom looks a little disappointed. Quint gets it. No, we're not in a dimension with evil shadowfish. Oh, uh, yeah, because that would be too easy, wouldn't it? Don't fuck with a pizza, guys. I will push you onto this couch. That's very on brand for you, Phantom. Why, are you evil? Pigs are pretty smart. Look, aren't all capitalist supervillains when you look at it that way? Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I do not consent to this. I do not consent to this. Thank you for ordering from Quantum Slice. Experience the unified theory of pizza. Are you cool being my phone? This is weird. Anyway, so Quint's probably dead, huh? <laughs>